Traversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, I'm your host, Corey Wara. On this very, 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 very cold uh, winter weekend uh i said i am your host Corey wara this is the geek show it's a show where we take a break from the politics all the yelling and screaming impeachment trial donald trump all that push that aside take a deep breath and let's talk about some fun things video games movies tv shows a little bit of everything uh just a quick housekeeping note if you want to catch up on any previous uh geek show episodes you can find them wherever podcasts are uh except for apple we're working on that one and then of course the 1470 wmbd app You'll be able to see it there. Just go to On Demand section. You can find all previous Geek Shows. And I also host a podcast with the Morning Guys, the Greg and Dan Show After Party. It is what I call it the Seinfeld pot of podcast because it is a podcast about nothing. Uh, but it's fun. It's like usually 15 minutes long. And we just talk about stories from back in the good old days and random questions it's a really a lot of fun so if you're interested that stuff is out there but for right now i have to tell you guys this geek show today is packed with stuff i got a lot of stuff probably uh, so much that i'm not going to be able to cover it all but this is how the show's broken down we'll start off with news of the week apple watch is doing something very interesting a big hacking incident happened for a video game company, and uh, the future of podcasts are here. I'll explain to that in a second. Then we take a break. We come back. We'll go to the land of movies. I have a bunch of news over there. Uh, I think the biggest one being that Disney decided to shut down a huge animation company, and I'm very saddened by it and curious why they did it. So I'll break that down in a little bit. Then after that, we'll take a break for news. We'll come back to Corey's Tech Corner, where we'll be talking about really one specific story this week, because I feel like, uh, just me personally, that this story isn't getting bigger because it scares me half to death. It's the hack that happened in Florida, and I need to break that down and talk to you guys about it, because it's very, very worrisome for me. But then we'll end on a positive note. <laughs> we have the top five list of the week, where we'll, uh, I have, what, three trailers and I think two viral videos and Oh, man, I really love some of these stuff. So sit back, relax, and let's head on into the news of the week. And we'll start with Apple. This one's fascinating. So if you don't know the term wearables, wearables is a term that they essentially created with Fitbit. And it, it just means technology that you're going to be wearing all the time. So Fitbit and Apple Watch. Well, early days in the pandemic, lots of researchers asked the question, hey, what if these wearables could detect covid symptoms uh, ahead of time so they started researching it and they finally came to a conclusion they found out that apple watches can detect covid19 a week earlier than a testing kit could and that is really cool and before symptoms show up too so I really like this just for the fact of, I think, the future impact that this is going to have. Obviously, we have vaccines right now. I'm still waiting to get on the list for mine. But, uh, yeah, what's really cool about this to me is that it's able to detect it 
uh, a week before everyone else could. And it just the implication of that to me says that these wearable technologies that we have might be able to be used in a way to help detect other things like uh, um, the flu or I, I don't know. I don't want to say like Alzheimer's or something, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know what these pieces of technology would be capable of doing. But if we're able to help people way earlier than normal, I think that would be a really good thing. So that's something I'm really going to keep an eye on. Uh, wearables, will they be able to, will it essentially become a portable hospital at some point? I don't know. We'll have to wait on that one. Uh, next up in the world of hacking, there is a video game company called CD Project Red. They are out in Europe, and they are known for, really, the Witcher series. The Witcher series is a series that's also a Netflix TV show, but the Witcher series I'm talking about is the video game series, one of the biggest franchises in video games. They just released this year, Cyberpunk uh, 2077, which is a bad game, really, really bad. But uh, besides the bad game, that's not their only problem right now they came out this week and said that hackers have targeted them and they had a ransomware attack and they wanted millions of dollars from the company to secure their information well they came out and said we're not going to pay you guys money to get stuff that we own and you should never do that if you're ever hacked like that never pay them because you're admitting to them that you will pay and it will happen again i guarantee it but because of that uh the hacking group said that they are going to be auctioning off the stolen source code source code is basically the behind the scenes of a video game that makes a video game work and why this is important is because every video game has source code but a company owns the rights to their own source code. If they sell this online, it's essentially giving everybody free access to make video games off of their platform. Now, some people would say, oh, that's great. Now we can make video games too. Yes, but they own the rights to it and they can, if they wanted to, sell their source code to other video game companies so that they can build video games off of it. And this is a pretty big deal. I mean, this is a company that is huge and very popular in video games. And if the source code goes out there, I don't think that's going to be good. So they're going to have the cybersecurity firms uh, keep an eye on things and see if there's an auction that's going to be going off. Uh, but hopefully that won't happen. They'll be able to stop it. I really, really hope uh, we'll be talking about hacking later, but uh, I just really hope we start moving forward with protecting ourselves a little bit better. Okay, I teased this one. The future of podcasts are here. Do you know what companies are starting to invest a boatload of money into? Because this is apparently the next big trend of podcasts. Uh, iHeartMedia announced that they are investing in uh, 3D audio. And basically, it places listeners in the room of a recording, and it makes you feel like it's happening around you. So if you put on your headphones, you would be able to feel like you're in this room with me. So like, let's say you would be sitting across from me. You would hear the small echoes that make it sound like I'm a little bit far, but at the same time, you can catch me if I move to your right side of your head. You'll be able to hear the audio just from your ear. If you want an example of this, uh, there, go to YouTube and type in virtual haircut and you can listen. You have to listen on headphones. It's the only way, but you will get a virtual haircut and it's kind of freaky because it feels real. And, uh, that's what they're really going for. What that will mean in the podcast world. 
I don't think that much. I don't think 3D audio is really going to have that much of an impact because a lot of people listen to podcasts in their car and it would be really weird to have 3D audio in a car. And on top of it, for shows that are like talk shows, I don't know about you, but there's no need for 3D audio because you wouldn't really benefit anything from it. I think what would really benefit from it would be narrative style podcasts like true crime dramas or uh, sci-fi podcasts that tell stories and you need to be in the environment to feel it. But uh, yeah, because I heard media is doing that. Everybody's starting to jump on that train. So who knows? Maybe one day you'll be listening to The Geek Show in 3D. I don't know why I'm waving my hands because you guys can't see me waving my hands. Uh, next up, this one is hilarious and disturbing. Amazon is reportedly building a Alexa command center that will mount to your wall, and it's designed to control all of your smart home devices in your house. That makes sense. Obviously, they were going to go to that at some point because they need one big hub. But I just laugh because it just reminds me of Hal from 2001 Space Odyssey. And I can just see uh, that you're trying to get into your house. Uh, Alexa, open the garage door. I'm sorry, Corey. I can't do that. Now, Alexa, open the garage door. I'm sorry, Corey. I can't do that. And then I'll have to break into my house and then the whole make Alexa sing a song as she slowly powers down. So hopefully that won't happen. But uh, yeah, Amazon's uh, expanding big time with that. Uh, last two stories, and they involve things that I love, and that is Pokemon. So first up is Pokemon cards. Well, actually, they both have to do with Pokemon cards. Pokemon cards are selling really really fast right now i mean it's it's one of the hot items right now uh so much so that it's very hard to purchase packs of pokemon cards right now the company had to release a statement this week saying we are aware that fans are experiencing difficulties purchasing uh pokemon products due to very high demand and global shipping uh constraints because of the covid uh they said they are working at max capacity right now and that the pokemon cards will come out and while on top of that uh, McDonald's right now is selling Pokemon cards and booster packs. I haven't found any yet. I really want to get some, but, uh, this really annoys me because there's a new article that says the Pokemon Happy Meal toy at McDonald's is getting ruined by greedy adults. And if you go to eBay and you type in McDonald's Pokemon cards, you will find cards on there. Like, I don't know if it's the employees that either steal it or buy it, but people are buying these things in bulk and then are going to eBay and selling them. I know it's a constant thing that happens. It's one thing I really hate about the geek community is that there are some really cool collectibles out there and i know that some of these collectibles like for me artwork that uh would really hold a, a person it means something to them but it's ruined a lot of the times because people want to take advantage of other people and they have uh mass computers that will instantly buy up stock and that's one of the more annoying things because some people just want to make a profit which i understand i mean this is america you can make money that way if you want but at the same time i know there's a lot of people out there that don't want to spend, you know, double, triple the price, but a, a collectible or a product really means something to them. So it, it's sad that this has gotten down to uh, even kids can't enjoy their Happy Meal toys right now because of uh, greedy people. But I guess that's kind of the world we're in right now. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll talk about the land of movies. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. 
Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everyone doing? Let's head on down to the land of movies and TV shows and entertainment and talk about all the crazy news coming out from there. Let's start off with one that makes me extremely happy because there was a program in, I think it was middle school and high school, and I... I don't remember it. I've been trying to remember what it was called, but it was a program where if you read a book and then answered some questions online and got a high enough score, you got points based on that and you would get points and it wasn't the book it program. So you didn't get like Pizza Hut after it. But uh, after so many points, you got stuff. But uh, one of the things that I really liked about that program is it introduced me to a lot of different books. And Netflix announced this week that they are turning a series of books into an animated movie and series. And I literally have not thought about this since probably middle school. And as soon as Netflix talked about it, I'm like, oh, I am very excited. So this show is called, it's going to be based off of the uh, series Redwall. And I would call Redwall the best way to describe it in current terms is this. It is Game of Thrones for kids that involve animals. So instead of humans in Game of Thrones, it's animals, and it's a lot more cute and adorable than uh, bloody <laughs> that is Game of Thrones. Uh, they tapped the creator and writer of Over the Garden Wall that has a cult following. I have yet to see it. But uh, yeah, this one's awesome. They're going to make it into a movie and a series, and I I'm all for that. I want to see adorable mice going to war with each other uh, and moles. I think the moles were the bad guys. I don't remember. It's been for Forever, but uh, really, really awesome that they're making that into a series and uh, not surprising because if you don't know, uh, Netflix, because of all the other streaming services, is starting to lose some of the older shows. I mean, I think the biggest example is The Office and Friends because uh, they're owned by other companies that have streaming services now. So Netflix been investing a lot into original programming. And uh, I've, I have a feeling we're going to be just keep hearing a lot more original programming coming out from that company uh, very soon. There were some rumors, too, that Netflix was considering buying uh, shares into AMC theaters to maybe own AMC theaters and put out some of their stuff in theaters. I don't know. I would take that with a grain of salt, but uh, that would be very, very interesting if that happened. Uh, Disney. Disney had a very rough week. Uh, let's start off with this one. And this is just a, a tale as old as time. Uh, get it? Disney. Uh, I'm such a nerd. Uh, this is a story coming out that we've talked about all the time, and that is when you are on social media, you are not immune to what you say. Uh, your words can have uh, reactions, and businesses have the right to fire you for things that you post. Well, Mandalorian star, one of them, Gina Carano, uh, is recently has been severed from Disney. Uh, she played Cara Dune on the Mandalorian series, and she was even just a couple months ago, they announced a spin-off series. Like she was going to have her own series on Disney in the Star Wars universe. That's huge. Well, according to Lucasfilm, Gina Carano is no longer employed and there are no plans uh, for her to be in the future. Why? Well, she has posted on Twitter and her Instagram several questionable things. Now, we're not here to discuss politics and what side you're on, but, uh, well, first I'll explain it, then I'll explain my reasoning here. Uh, she posted out, the main tweet that really got people upset was she posted uh, some uh, social media post about um, 
the Nazis killing Jewish people. And she referred to the Nazis as liberals now and that the Jewish people being attacked and killed uh, were actual Republicans now and how there's a similarity between that. And like I said, regardless of what uh, your political opinions are, you have to remember that Disney is a company for kids. I think if Disney had their option, they would say uh, all actors who are a part of Disney don't tweet anything out. And it's it's just a reminder that we talk about this all the time, so I won't uh, talk about it too much longer, that you have to be careful what you write online because uh, while you have every right to say it, uh, the company who uh, is behind it uh, has every right to say, no, you're off our platform now because you signed a contract and companies that you work for, if they can fire you for any reason. So uh, just remember, uh, it just breaks my heart because this lady, she seems like a nice enough person. And like I said, we're not talking about politics, but uh, she had a huge career ahead of her. She had a spinoff series from in the Star Wars universe coming with Disney. That is like life-changing work. And now it's all gone because of tweets that she had. So uh, that one's really, really sad. But uh, I'll be curious to see if they're going to how they're going to uh, change her character or if they're going to kill her off in the series. I have not seen anything yet from her posting online since the incident, but uh, I will keep an eye on that one. Also in Disney news, Disney is closing down this animated studio behind the Ice Age series. It's called Blue Sky. They're known for a couple other ones, but their biggest one is Ice Age. And what really hurts me the most as a person who loves film films is that... Um, they were they canceled a film that was currently being worked on, and it was only 10 months away from finishing. And you might say, well, that's a really long time, Corey. And yes, it is. But you have to remember, they probably already put one and a half to two years of work already on it. And they're canceling it just really close to the finish line. And it just breaks my heart that we're never going to see this movie. Uh, they they said that they're closing it due to current economic uh, realities. But at the same time, I think it's they're closing it because Disney already owns a boatload of animated studios. And did they really need an extra one that they got when they bought Fox Studios? I don't think so. But it really, really hurts me that uh, we won't be able to see this movie just 10 months away. Ugh. Some quick ones, then we'll take a break. Uh, HBO Max this week announced that they are having a new adult cartoon series called Velma. Adult meaning more adult topics and uh, language, no nudity or anything. But uh, it's called Velma, and it's going to be about the story, the origin story of Velma from the Scooby-Doo gang. It'll be voiced by Mindy Kaling, who you would know from The Office, and I'm all in. I want to see the origin story of Velma. I have a feeling if it's successful, they'll slowly go into all of the other characters, too. Uh, little Ones, Resident Evil, the new Resident Evil reboot series is now scheduled for September 3rd, 2021, after being uh, postponed due to the pandemic. Uh, production has resumed on Mission Impossible 7 after their COVID cases there. Uh, Craven the Hunter, take this with a grain of salt, but rumors are that Marvel has offered Keanu Reeves the role of Craven the Hunter in his own solo film. Craven the Hunter is a bad guy villain for Spider-Man. He's a guy who runs around and hunts giant animals, and his next prey that he has to hunt down is Spider-Man. Uh, the Elevator Game, Michael Goy is attached to direct a film inspired by The Elevator Game. I've never heard of this game before. It's an urban legend claiming elevators are capable of transporting people to a hell dimension if the floors are visited in a specific sequence. So if like, oh, I'm going to go to level one, then to level five, 
then four, then three, and then 12 or something, and boom, I'm in hell, apparently. Uh, that sounds fascinating to me. I'd actually be really curious to see uh, how that one works. Super cool. We'll take a break. When we get back, we'll go over Corey's Tech Corner. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. Now, normally this is Corey's Tech Corner, where we talk about technology news of the week. And we are still doing that, except this time, I don't want to say Corey's Tech Corner, because uh, Corey's Tech Corner, to me, sounds like it's going to be a lot more fun and a lot more interesting, bizarre things. I have more serious stories today, but it's one I really want to talk about because I feel like it's not getting enough attention. And I have to be 100% honest with you up front. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat anything. This story disturbs me. It was... uh, It happened in Florida this week, and it disturbs me because I don't feel like it's getting a lot of attention as it should be. And on top of it, it's disturbing because of how just because one person was there and was able to see something was happening, that it was fixed. So here's the story. Hackers were able to successfully infiltrate the computer system controlling a water treatment facility in Florida, according to a new report. In doing so, the hackers were able to remotely control a computer to change the chemical levels of the water supply, increasing the amount of sodium hydroxide before a supervisor was able to catch that catch it in the act in real time and revert its changes the sheriff came out said that the water's fine they were able to fix it in time you don't have to worry about it and no one was injured but this incident is very disturbing for me personally because i've talked about this one of my biggest fears and i this might be an outside group but one of my biggest fears is that a young kid is going to try to show off to his friends ah look what i can do and accidentally or purposefully fully like shut down the power grid of Peoria. And by the time people can get it back up and everything, I mean, there will be mass chaos for a while. Hospitals would have to go on backup power and I hope people wouldn't die for it. But this, this specific attack, uh, looks like it's an actual attack. It wasn't a, uh, just people messing around. It might be from an outside source, Russia, Iran. Uh, we don't know yet, but, uh, it's disturbing because of they were able to break into a public infrastructure with unclear intentions. Uh, the FBI and the Secret Service are looking into it. They've warned cities and towns nearby and all over. This happened. A water utility, sir, uh, utility place in Illinois was targeted by Russian hackers uh, November last year. And that's why it's it's very disturbing. What is even more, I I think, even creepy is that uh, while this is happening, a remote plant operator was sitting in front of his computer and he's the one who noticed that something wrong happened. He noticed it because his mouse started moving on the screen without him touching it. Now, normally, a lot of people do have remote access to things. But on the same day, he noticed that the mouse click went up and changed the sodium hydroxide from 100 parts per million to 11,000 parts per million. The attacker then left the system and the operator immediately changed it back and then called in help. And to put this all in perspective, uh, enough of that chemical in there can be dangerous to humans because it's the same inorganic compound used in Drano. And it's just things like this that worry me because 
because I constantly say on this show, and I will constantly keep saying it, that we need to protect ourselves in the cyber world. And I really fear that we're not fully ready for a potential, uh, not catastrophe, but uh, some bad things to happen. This could have affected 15,000 people. Uh, and if, if it's one thing that we should all feel safe and comfortable doing is drinking water. So stuff like this is disturbing. And if nobody caught that, that would have been even worse. I'm very glad that somebody caught that. And they even said that there are some other fail-safe uh, things that could have flagged them that they would have realized and it even take a full day for that water to get to people so they could have warned them but uh people should feel safe when it comes to our infrastructure be it water electricity and it just really worries me so i will keep updating you on this story it's one i will not stop talking about because it's one that i think we all need to be aware of especially after the last year with the hack into an illinois facility and then the big hack into various government facilities uh, it's not good. I just really hope that the Biden administration will step up and start saying, hey, we need to uh, protect ourselves, not only on a national scale, but on a local scale, smaller towns, smaller areas that might not be able to afford uh, the the latest in uh, protection with hacking and all that. We need to be prepared better because that could have ended horribly. Luckily, because a guy was watching, we were able to save it. So props to that guy. And I really hope we track down whoever did that and find out uh, more about it because that's just not good. One quick update, then we'll take a break. Uh, it's TikTok. So last week we talked about, and I even said, I don't know where we are with the whole TikTok being sold off and being uh, canceled here because the Trump administration wanted to uh, stop TikTok from existing in the United States because of their connections to China. And they're worried about uh, the information that China is getting from it. And I totally understand that. Well, it was kind of in limbo because the Biden administration has come in. And after five months of really uh, an, they announced it and proposed it uh, like a deal between TikTok and Oracle and even TikTok and Walmart, uh, the deal has been shelved indefinitely pending a broader review of the China policy, according to a source familiar with the situation. Uh, cool. I, I hope that they look into that a lot quicker, because if something bad is happening and China's doing something, uh, I think we would want to be aware if the number one most popular app in the country is stealing private information from you and your kids, because uh, TikTok is viewed and watched and downloaded by millions and millions of people. So I hope this isn't on pause forever. I hope they get back to it very quickly so that we could keep an eye on it. And that's Corey's Tag Warner, guys. I know that was a little dark and heavy, but uh, these are stuff that I, I want to keep you guys informed. Yes, I want to keep this show fun and light, but there's also a lot of uh, technology news that might be a little um, heavy and might be a little hard to fully grasp. And I want to shine a light on some of these stories because uh, technology can be great and fun and help advance us. But at the same time, it opens up a whole Pandora's box of possibilities of people who want to take advantage of it. So with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll go over the top five list of the week. 
Yes, welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, this is the last part of The Geek Show. I know, I know, I'm sad too. But look, we got some great audio this week, and I'm going to put this up front straight up. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, Corey, are you going to do like... Uh, Super Bowl commercials in this? No, there are no Super Bowl commercials. Now, I have a couple things that were trailer-wise from there, but I'm staying away from commercials, because I don't know about you, but probably by now, you are tired of hearing all the same commercials over and over. We had our days where we're like, oh, what's the best commercial? Uh, we don't want to talk about that. We want to talk about some cool things happening in the viral world and in the movie world. I've got some trailers for some shows, for some movies, and some viral videos that are just too stinking funny so let's get straight into it with number five number five number five goes to a classic youtube series that comes out every once in a while and i always love it and i'll just play a little bit of it because half the fun is really uh watching it because you have to see with the combination of what happens this is the nfl 2021 a bad lip reading they froze a mannequin freezer fraud that's freezer fraud Quit yelling. I'll fight you. I'm gonna do a fight. I'll fight you. Really? I'm not scared. I'll flick a plant into your eye. This is the kid's couch, and that badger's skin is now on my neck. I'm disappointed in your wrist size. Mom, I have to tell you who's awesome. Hold me. Alright, man. Hold me. Come on. Hold me. Now, I know the audio doesn't do it justice, and if you have never seen a bad lip-reading video before, you're like, Corey, what the heck are you doing? Why are you just playing audio of, like, random people saying random things? Well, a bad lip-reading is like this. They take clips from uh, different NFL games from, from throughout the year, and... Whenever you see them talking on the field, we actually can't hear what they're saying most of the time, but they will insert words that makes it look like what that they're saying is happening in real life. And it's really hilarious. They've been doing it for a long time. They have a really good one with um, Game of Thrones, which has to be one of the funniest ones I've seen ever. Uh, they've been hired by McDonald's before to do commercials for them. It's just a really good time. It's an eight minute long video. So if you just want a few laughs, just look up NFL 2021 a bad lip reading as of right now it's just shy of 500,000 views but I'm guessing by the time you listen to it and look it up it will be past a million these videos always do really really well number four Number four goes to a very interesting trailer that came out of the Super Bowl. This is a trailer. It was a, it's only like 30 seconds long. The Super Bowl TV spot for a show called Nobody. Hey, I have an idea. How about I make that lasagna that you love tonight? You know, from scratch, like I used to. I used to work for some very dangerous people. They came after my family. They stole my kitty cat bracelet. And you don't do that. Give me the kitty cat bracelet! It's been a hell of a day. It's done Nobody. In theaters only April 2nd. Yeah, I think the biggest part of that trailer for Nobody is at the very end where it says, In Theaters Only, April 2nd. So this might be the first movie that's actually going all in on getting people back into movie theaters with new movies. I'll be curious to see if they're going to uh, keep that and hold the line with that, or if they'll bend a little bit and maybe have some like 
digital pre-orders come out a week later or so. But uh, yeah, that is nobody. I can't really decide when I watch this trailer. I'm like, is it a comedy? Is it an action comedy? Or is it a comedy? Because it, it looks like a um, you take the movie John Wick, lots of action, lots of shooting and mix in comedy. And that's what this really feels like. But at the same time, I don't know. Just watching the trailer, it's like the movie itself couldn't decide what it's going to be. But I really love the main actor who is Bob uh, Odenkirk, I believe is his name. I'm terrible at last names. But uh, he is fantastic. You would know him best, I think, from uh, Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad, where he plays Saul Goodman. And yeah, very interesting. It's coming out on April 2nd. That is Nobody. Number three. Number three. Okay, I had to do this. I know we that in radio, whenever big audio happens, it plays everywhere. And I'm guessing you've probably heard this already. And it's probably been played on the radio about 10,000 times by now. But I had to include this because this is, I really think, one of the top five pieces of audio from the week. And it's just hilarious because I can see this happening. This is the classic one that came out this week in which a lawyer was on talking to a judge and another lawyer about trial stuff. And uh, he had an accident when his Zoom camera had a filter on that turned him into a cat. I am not joking. Take a listen to this. I believe you have a filter turned on in the video settings. Uh, you might want to... Uh, uh-huh. take- Take we're trying look. to, we're tr- can you hear me, Judge? I can hear you. I think it's a filter. It, the- it is, and I don't know how to remove it. I've got my assistant here. She's trying to, but uh, I'm prepared to go forward with it. That's, I'm here live. It's not, I'm not a cat. I can, I can see that. Yeah, so a couple things with that video. First of all, it's hilarious because there were SNL clips and clips all over from like different comedy groups that played on, oh, whoops, we had the filters on. But this actually happened. Uh, it was an adorable looking cat. And while the guy was speaking, I felt so bad for him. Uh, the cat's mouth was moving and the eyes were rolling around. It was just, it was really, really funny. But on top of it all, if you ever see the video in the top left hand corner, there's a big sign that says you can't record this and you can't. Uh, put this online and it's just hilarious to me that somebody recorded it and they're like you know what i'm gonna risk going to jail because the world needs to see this it has over like five million views already it's doing great uh just it's the small things that really matter in life and just hilarious things like that i assume that he fixed his issue and he continued on but uh as a friendly reminder to everybody who uses uh uh their home computers or work computers uh while they're at home uh, and then they're going to go into a Zoom meeting. Uh, make sure you have filters turned off before you go into the meeting. Otherwise, you might have uh, adorable cats speak for you. Number two. Number two. Number two goes to a series coming to HBO Max, which is the streaming service with HBO. And I have to be honest, I love social experiments. And this show has potential to be good. I just hope it's not bogged down by cheesiness, which happens a lot when they showcase shows as social experiments. So I'll play a little bit of this. This is The Bridge. I've never done anything like this before. Everyone's got a story. What have I got myself in for? What am I doing here? I've got a second chance to embrace my life. I'm going to live it to the max. Below the tower lies £100,000. 
you must walk to the tower by building a bridge. But only one of you will be awarded the prize. It looks miles away. You can be all gung-ho one second. The next second you're like i want to go home yeah so this is really fascinating to me it's the bridge it's coming to hbo max and it is a social experiment there is a tower that is just 300 and some feet away from these people and underneath the tower is one hundred thousand dollars simple goal get to the tower but you have to build a bridge the bridge is the only way you are able to cross this lake to get on there so you have to make your own bridge you have to work together there's a team of i think 12 yeah 12 people and they are just given i think axes and other old-fashioned tools they don't have anything more modern and they need to work together to build it but the twist is at the very end only one person will be able to walk away with a hundred thousand dollars and you might be saying oh well clearly you're gonna have that one person who has a terrible life and is like gonna uh, Act on that to get people to give them money. Well, it seems like all of these people have issues in their lives that they could really use this money to change it. And 100,000 pounds is equal to $138,000 for us Americans. And uh, that is, without a doubt, life-changing money. So I'll be very curious to see if this show will be good. I just hope it doesn't end up like something you would see on a basic cable, like a uh, survivor or whatnot where, Oh, there's a twist or uh, I, I just really want a actual good social experiment where these people are working together and they'll have to decide in the end, because it, if you, if you know that you're not going to be the one who wins a hundred thousand dollars, do you want to contribute to the bridge at all? Probably not. But at the same time, everybody wants to, and they learn more about each other. And yeah, so that is HBO Max's The Bridge, and it starts streaming this week. So you can watch it now if you have HBO Max. Super cool. Here's number one. Number one. Okay, I had to do this. Uh, it, it happened at the Super Bowl. They only played a little bit of it, but I'm going to play a bigger chunk of it. This is the trailer for a series that I am incredibly excited about, The Falcon and Winter Soldier. So... Who would like to start? Mr. Barnes, why does Sam aggravate you? 15 seconds to drop! So what's our plan? Great. Superheroes cannot be allowed to exist. I have no intention to leave my work unfinished. Yeah, so that is The Falcon and Winter Soldier. It is a continuation after the last Avengers movie, and we'll kind of see what happens with The Falcon and The Winter Soldier. Are they going to be able to partner up well, or will the lack of Captain America cause them to fight and separate in the end? I don't know, but it looks really good. Zemo is back. Zemo was the villain in... Uh, I think it was Captain America Civil War, and I'm glad that they're going to expand on him because I thought he was a really fascinating villain, especially because he doesn't have any powers and he uses his wits against the villains or against the heroes. So I'll be curious to see what they do with this. On top of all of this, it's coming out on March 19th, and that is awesome because Disney is on a hot roll right now. They had The Mandalorian, and then once that wrapped up, WandaVision started. And then literally the week after WandaVision is over, 
Captain America or the Falcon and Winter Soldier will be premiering on there. So lots and lots of stuff coming to Disney Plus. Finally, I think it's it. They had obviously the Mandalorian season one, but there wasn't enough content on there, at least new content that. I personally was like, okay, I'll invest my money into that. But they're starting to get there. And I think after WandaVision, I'm going to at least get uh, subscribed for a month to catch up on everything. But, man, if they keep pumping these things out, I'm going to be very, very excited to stick around with Disney for a while. Because the the quality is what really blows my mind. It really looks like something you would see on a on a movie screen with uh, Disney. So that is The Falcon and Winter Soldier. It comes out on March 19th for Disney+. And with that, you guys, that is it. That is The Geek Show for the week. As always, have a fantastic weekend. Have a fantastic week next week. Uh, it's cold. Let's be real. It's cold. Nobody likes the cold, but we're going to be getting there. Uh, spring is coming very soon. Maybe the temps will come down, and I hope you all just know that uh, in the geek world, we're all in this together. Never feel alone or down. Uh, you have allies out there, and always feel free to reach out if you ever want to chat, talk. Uh, if you just want to yell at me, too, why not? Shoot me an email. Uh, just know that uh, you are never alone out there. There are many, many geeks out there, especially in the Peoria area, and we all need to keep an eye out for our fellow geeks and lift each other up instead of uh, putting each other down, because that happens way too much, not only on social media, but in the geek world, too. So with that, have a fantastic weekend. I will see you all next week. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD.